whatever we consider as being right or wrong is only really based on our realities, which in most cases are easily distorted because of the filters that we have in place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fate in Your Favor podcast, where we focus on becoming the best versions of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect with our values, and overall live more fulfilling and meaningful lives, relationships, and careers. I'm your host, Janelle Johnson, a life coach and training counselor based in London in the UK. In this week's episode, we are talking about sending love. And just take it into account that we all have a journey that we've been on. We've all been children once and we use the tools that we were given, the tools that we have, the tools that we made to build ourselves into the adults we are today. Not just you, everyone. This episode is one that I really want to get your feedback on. Let me know what comes up for you and share it with your family, friends, keep the discussion going. I've never really been someone to wish hate on anyone, but recently I've been doing some exploring around compassion and, you know, it's kind of a broad thing, but I guess if I break it down into two parts, it would be compassion for yourself and compassion for others. Now, in the past, someone may have done something wrong, what I considered as wrong to me, But I've never been one to argue, fly off the handle. But it's always been likely that I would have considered that person is wrong for whatever they have done. And them having their thoughts, them having their thoughts and them showing that behavior was wrong to me. But something of recent has really challenged that mindset of mine and had me thinking whether I have the authority to even say what is right or wrong for somebody else? Have you ever considered that what you consider to be right or wrong is really only based on your own experiences? Whatever we consider as being right or wrong is only really based on our realities, which in most cases are easily distorted because of the filters that we have in place on the view that we put on things. So, you know, like, for example, on Instagram or, you know, whichever app you're using these days, There's always an option for a filter and the things that we go through automatically applies a filter over the way we look at the world. And then we go through something else and then it adds another filter, go through something else and it adds another filter. So what we think and our realities are mostly distorted because of those filters and those filters are what we use to cope with life. Have you ever seen that um, illusion illustrated by a man named William Eli Hill? And it's of an image of a young woman, seemingly, depending on who you ask, but also an image of an old woman. Now, I won't go into it too much because I don't want to spoil it for you when you do go to have a look at it. But in the same picture, I can see one thing and you can see another And it all depends on my own frame of reference. It all depends on whether, for example, I may have just come into contact with an old person crossing the road. I may see the old woman first because that has put a filter on the way I see my reality. But we are both looking at the same picture. And my view of the young woman is based on how I perceive my reality. Now, I then came to wonder what it means for adults and children 
when it comes to their views on the world? Have you ever considered the fragility of a child and how that child then grows into an adult? To keep things simple, I will say that if that child was nurtured in the way they needed to be nurtured, that child will grow into a fully functioning adult who is, I don't know, potentially emotionally intelligent and able to think of others, but also able to think of themselves and how they impact the world and how they feel about things. But if a child is not nourished in a way that they need in order to grow or misinterpret the lessons from the environment they were in, then they do not become fully functioning adults or they do not become fully functioning adults who were able to navigate society without bringing harm to somebody else. Now, this is where my compassion for others comes in. I realise that we were all children once and we have all grown into adults, some of us obviously still growing. But we are using the tools that we were given or the ones that we made for ourselves in order to survive. So these tools may not be perfect. They may not really give us what we need, but it helps us survive. Now, everyone has a reason to do everything and a lack of self-awareness will have people doing things and have no idea why. And the fact that these things may harm other people, you know, like really harm the people that they love, including themselves. These things are just tools that we've picked up as children and maybe just never upgraded them. Never realised that the world has advanced and there's actually ways to deal with this stuff. This is where my thoughts on sending love comes from because I almost have like a renewed compassion for people who seemingly to the world are like so-called lost souls, lost causes nightmares really bad people who do bad things and you know bad mums bad friends bad daughters sons you know the list can go on because those people are really running through their life based on their own past experiences their own filters and the conclusions that they have come to have been made by the tools that they have used to cope to build themselves into this adult that they are expected to be and now in no way am I ever condoning the infliction of harm on anyone else obviously but sending love to those people I don't think can do any harm I truly believe that the more compassion that we have for those people who we may consider or someone else may consider as so-called bad is the more compassion we will have and the more compassion we can find for the lives of those people the history, the journeys of those people. Now, I know some people may even argue that if someone hurts you, how can you send them love? How can you give them anything positive considering they cause you so much pain and upset? And my response to that is to let their karma be their karma. Let their energy be their energy. The love you are sending is to top up your energy and your karma In the first and foremost, you have to think about yourself. And actually, it's a benefit to you to send them love. Now, I'm not saying to send love out of your empty cup. I'm saying to find the love for yourself that is so deep that you know 
sending someone else love brings you more love. Not to say to chase down this person and be best friends with them or anything like that. But think about the fact of sending love to someone builds up the amount of love that you have for yourself. It's like a double bonus. And I actually also want to bring light to the fact that having compassion for yourself, it's not only other people who deserve the compassion. You know, just as much as I mentioned that they were children that needed to be nurtured in the right way, you were a child that needed to be nurtured in the right way in order to become fully functioning. Now, many of us are aware that there's a lot of unlearning to do when you unlock a particular mindset. When you get to a particular point in your life, you realize that everything that you have learned so far is detrimental to you. Or maybe not even everything. Loads of things that you may have learned are actually causing more harm to you than good. And it means that you have to unlearn and unpack those things in order to become the person that you want to be. Now, before I wrap this up, I wanted to urge you to have compassion for yourself because holding any sort of hate or malice or any sort of negativity towards someone else only does yourself harm. It actually messes with your energy. We have to top up our own self-love in the first instance. That way, if anyone else is able to pour into us, we have overflow. We should keep our cups at 100% where possible. It's not always possible. Trust me, I know. I'm not coming from a place of feeling like my self-love is on 10 or even 100. <laughs> but if we're constantly working on self-love and constantly doing things to show ourselves that love, when we do have other people in our environment, in our circles, who are also pouring into us, there's no doubt that we're going to have overflow. Self-love is something that has to be constantly practiced. And emotional intelligence is not just you don't graduate from somewhere and they say, OK, right, you are emotionally intelligent now. You can go out into the world and be the best version of yourself. There's more to it than that. But that also comes into play when there is no real degree. There is no real qualification that someone else can place on your life or you can place on someone else's life. To have the authority to say whether something is right or wrong because you don't know where that person's coming from. Sending love to someone who has caused you pain takes nothing away from you. It only adds because you get to let go of whatever it is they caused you and realize that that person needs help. It's a constant cycle, you see. If you send love, you're giving yourself love. If you receive love, you start to give love back. And if your cup is empty, it takes longer, more consistent pours of self-love into your cup to get to a point where you are pouring from your overflow. You can finally see the impact you have on someone else. This week, I would really urge you all, urge us all, to take care when considering if something is right or wrong. Take the time to understand a situation and to maybe step into the other person's shoes before getting angry at them. Take the time to remember that just as you were a child once, so were they. So were Tom, Dick, Harry, Sheila, Becky. <laughs> before they turned into adults, 
they were children with stuff to unpack and stuff to sort out. And we are not qualified to say when they should be doing that and how they should be doing that. You just never know someone else's story. So just take the time before passing judgment. If you see something that you think, oh gosh, that's horrible. Send love. Send love to that person. You know, take every day as it comes. Or if you listened to the podcast a few weeks ago about being present for the moment, then take life in every moment that comes. It's a journey. So we've come to the end of another episode and I hope that you were able to enjoy. I always encourage you to not only keep the conversation going with your friends and family, but let us know what you're thinking on social media. And I always love to hear your feedback. I'm really looking forward to sharing a space with you again in the future. Stay tuned for more interviews and more reminders about how to become the best version of yourself. Until next time. Bye.